April 1, 1936, Paris. Why hadn't she noticed the postmark? The excitement of thinking her Bulgarian stamp had finally arrived had been the reason. She had been so keen on examining her newest treasure that the faded postmark on the front of the envelope, quickly set aside, had escaped her focus. The brown handwriting was faded and nearly illegible until she slipped it under her magnifying glass and turned on an overhead table lamp. It was not the address from or to which proved so intriguing, but rather the hidden lines inside the envelope itself. As she gently separated the folds of the envelope, making careful not to tear the paper, she could see that there was a one-line message written along the lines of the envelope where the paper would overlap to hide it in its shadows. Looking through the envelope casually, perhaps, even if one held it up to the sun, the observer could easily miss the writing. The message was meant to be hidden from all but the intended recipient. However, she had caught a glimpse of a few errant strands of brown ink. They slipped ever so slightly below the doubled edges of paper. The lagging tail of the Y and the loop of the G were the first to catch her attention. She flattened out the inside of the envelope using a tissue to separate the oils of her fingers from the surface of the paper. She did not dare mar or blur the old ink. The handwriting was beautiful, and although one might attribute such a practiced style to a female, she knew that men in this era wrote as elegantly as women. She discovered that the message contained four lines in total, each especially succinct. She did not assume was due to the limited distance or depth of each fold. That would be too obvious. The sections of the message might have been designed concisely to avoid any confusion on the part of the reader. The first three lines made no sense. Only the meaning of the fourth was straightforward, lending itself to no misinterpretation. However, she had no way of knowing which line was meant to be read first, so she wrote them down as she viewed them, following along the edges clockwise. The true meaning of the bit of prose, which she had yet to determine, depended upon how the envelope was turned. Right to left? Left to right? Where to start? She held the envelope up as one might do when receiving a letter in the mail. This seemed most logical. The first nonsensical line read, Beyond, tick and talk. The second, birds do flock. The third appeared to be giving directions and time. Rue d'oiseau, before the dawn. Then the last one, where no one was ever born. The last, being as enigmatic as the first two, caused Mrs. Duchesne to do the most logical thing, which was to pull out a map of Paris to see if a rue d'oiseau did exist. There was a possibility that it might have existed in 1936, but not now. Streets changed, so too their names. However, in Paris, where entire neighborhoods disappeared during the Haussmann era, streets dug up and otherwise widened, it seemed likely Rue d'Oiseau might be, like the meaning of this message, lost in the past. With that worry to fuel her search, the excitement of finding it was overwhelmingly satisfying. Yes, there it was, the tiniest of words. L'Oiseau, no rue, no avenue, no boulevard, only L'Oiseau. Yes, of course, she exclaimed nearly gleefully, where no one was ever born.
Mrs. Duchesne would discover that her summer adventure had only begun. If finding the name on the map had been a difficult task, physically locating it in the middle of a Parisian cemetery would prove even more daunting. Unaware of this at the moment, she smiled broadly, enjoying every minute of her brilliant discovery. This was even better than the stamp. This was a new mystery for her to solve. Perhaps the Bulgarian stamp, forgery or not, had served its intended purpose, providing her with what would become a most delightful quest. With Louis planning to leave upon his Grand Vacances in only a matter of days, and with five weeks alone in Paris by herself, this could be exactly the excitement she needed. A little tonic to wake up the old sleuthing senses. Yes, she purred, exactly what I needed.